WTF Sharp is Elmish. That's what we're going to answer today in this episode of WTF Sharp. This episode was recorded in September 2018 in person at OpenF Sharp in San Francisco. Before attending the early conference, I had a chance to sit with Alfonso Garcia Caro and Kunjan Dalal to cover the topic of Elmish. At a high level, we talk about what Elmish is, how it has evolved alongside and interacts with Fable, and discuss non-web usages of the Elmish library, in particular how it applies to Xamarin. This episode is frankly a bit less structured than normal episode due to the impromptu nature of how we recorded it, basically in a back room at uh, Open F Sharp, uh, but it still contains loads of content from people pushing F Sharp and Fable to the limit in the real world. Today I'm at Open F Sharp, the conference in San Francisco, and I'm joined by uh, Kunji and Alfonso, who are, are going to help me talk about Elmish. We've talked a little bit about Elmish before in the Fable episode, and I think I mentioned it a little bit thereafter, but today we're going to go a little bit deeper. Uh, this is very organ- unorganized, and we're just kind of going to uh, have some fun here at the conference. Anyway, uh, Alfonso, can you please introduce yourself and your context with Elmish? Hello, Sasha. I'm uh, Alfonso, as you said, and uh, we are here at Open Start to talk about uh, Fable. And yeah, very happy to, to be meeting friends, to be meeting old friends like, like you and also new friends, well, the old friends in the internet, but the new friends in person. So uh, yeah, very happy to be here with you both. Okay. Uh, hello, myself is Kunji or maybe Kunjan. And uh, I'm first time visiting US for the Open App Shop and very happy to meet people in person. Like we talked much on internet, but yeah, this is the first time we are meeting in person. So more than happy. Yeah. So even before the conference, we're happy with the conference. So next year, <laughs> come on over, wherever it is. <laughs> well, having us all around, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always lovely to, to go to an F-Sharp conference and see mm-hmm. some people. Anyway, so, Alfonso, I'll put you on the spot. What is Elmish? What is Elmish? Oh, no, yeah. I didn't know there, was, uh, there were test questions. Uh, yes, Elmish? it's an interview here. <laughs> Elmish is uh, an architecture. Uh, I think uh, actually I don't know. I just created Fable. I didn't create Elmish. So I, I'm an Elmish learner myself, so I cannot uh, talk very much about that. Maybe uh, probably Kunjan, uh, who has uh, done a very big application on Elmish, mm. he'll be uh, more able than me to to talk about the, what benefits Elmish brings. But what I like is the uh, the spirit of Elmish uh, in the Fable community because it's uh, something that um, uh, we are trying to do from the beginning. That is not. Uh, trying to be uh, just unique or uh, reinvent the wheel every time that uh, we are just looking for uh, uh, good things in other communities. So in this case, it was the ALM language that created this ALM architecture and it was working, it was very nice, it was uh, very fitting with a, a functional programming paradigm. So uh, Eugene Tomasev uh, got that and uh, uh, ported that to, to, to F-Shar and Fable. And it's working, it was working for Fable apps. Now, uh, thanks to the work from uh, Don Simon and others, it's working also in summary apps. So I'm very happy that um, uh, this thing, this uh, uh, exchange with other communities uh, can work. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, I think it's, uh, uh, I'm very happy that the Fable has helped uh, to do that. Sure. Uh, I'll put uh, Kunji on the spot here. So Elmish, obviously it comes from something Elm. Yeah. Uh, I know you have some experience with Elm. Can you kind of yeah, break down uh, what the architecture uh, is and, sure thing. and why you should okay, care about first it? First, I'd <laughs> like to put Elmish like in a single sentence. There is a Elm and or the ALM architecture, which is T architecture, React, Redux, and there is in between sweet spots that call Elmis. Mm-hmm. So if you want to say it in a single sentence. Uh, why I uh, say that? Because I tried React, Redux, with with and without Fable, TypeScript, 
and then i learned elm at the time of there was signals there was no proper architecture and elm okay. was used not even used for the html forms like even before there was html i tried elm then they moved they moved forward but uh, Wait, then there, there was elm before like they they had elm without html mm, yes really uh, yeah the means if you want to do a form you have to do through graphics only that's it okay oh ஒருத்தங்கிறீங்க App Shop to JavaScript mm-hmm. there at that moment, mm-hmm. other than Web Shop. But I don't know, I never like get into the Web Shop. It is, it is very good as of now, but it's like personal preference for that part. Sure. And then I move towards, more towards Elm and Elm is getting mature day by day. Yeah. And then they got the, they got the Elm architecture just by flow because in the start they, they are not very bounded by the Elm architecture. Mm-hmm. They never told, okay, use this. but later on they okay if you are getting started you can go this way and then there is a whole architecture document around that right. okay we think this is a web should be just like a redux or a two way data binding you think it's just opinion mm-hmm. so okay if you are using elm it will be very easier to use elm architecture because it fits naturally with the language and the problem sometimes i found that okay i i have five years of javascript experience or a client side experience i know x number of libraries i start elm that is shut down means i can't use anything mm, with fable <laughs> with, with fable i can do almost anything i can use any libraries i can switch switch off switch on and that is the point but then i was missing that uh, the zeal or the zen elm architecture elm is that like that line between a sweet spot or a sweet water line or mm-hmm. line of actu- actual control the loc mm-hmm. it, it's good you can use all the libraries you can still stay in the structure you can scale easily which are the benefit of elm architecture mm-hmm. and this is like best of both world so i was like oh this is this is something and i started with fable it when it was in a it was not even fable 1.0 mm-hmm. and elmis was again it, it is also was in beta so i did took a fluke and for the some personal application i want to try more and that also after trying react redux react with redux and uh, then uh, angular i do have like hardcore angular experience 1 2 4 6 and still even if given a choice again i'll pick elmis for big application for sure Sure. So, uh in terms of big applications and what kind of programs have you written with Elmish and in Fable? Okay. So, <laughs> whatever you can disclose legally. <laughs> I can disclose it. This is my project so I can disclose okay. anything. <laughs> so, it's not an issue. Uh okay. The big application or okay, first we need to understand what is different between single page application and multi page mm. application. So, mostly when we don't bother about the searching part or rendering part we mostly go for single page application be it uh, <coughs> any e-commerce site e-commerce site or uh, admin site 
they are the best cases for single page application. Not e-commerce, but yeah, once you logged in, you don't bother. Mm-hmm. Or whenever you do admin stuff, whenever the interaction is more single page applications, you don't bother about okay, this is the third page, and you want to search that thing, or you want to directly go to that thing. You always go into the flow. Mm. So in this kind of scenarios, single page is good. Google is useless there. Here, Elmis is good because. In normal case, if we think okay, to do list, we start with all. We always start with to do list. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, this kind of uh, weird for Elmis also. Elmis may not be that good with to do list, but everything else, Elmis rocks. <laughs> to do list is good with Angular. What, why is it not good with to do list? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'll give you the example for Angular JS, writing to do list or maybe a simple hello world. Uh-huh. It's one line of code. Oh, uh, it's just not worth it. It just work. Yeah. For Elmis, you need type, and then then you need view, and then you need state. You have to write uh, state, and things are going from the view to state. It's too much code. Mm-hmm. It's a two line with like whole page. Yeah, not worth it. But then, the, if there is a big application, you need hard control on what you are doing. Yeah, nothing can beat Elmis. Yeah. Hey, but we have this uh, to listen Elmis uh, in the repo. It's I think it's less than two hundred lines of code, or between the two hundred. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But if you compare with the Angular, it just yeah, maybe. Yeah, because down. they are they are designed for this uh, <laughs> this example. So <laughs> yeah, they, we can't say they're designed for <laughs> these examples, but yes, they are too fast in hello world things. Mm-hmm. They're too good, and that is maybe a little. Bad on Elmis side, so people want to start and then they feel at at least at the start okay, it's too much work to just to print hello world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is too much. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have certain. But I can mm-hmm. say for sure when you start scaling things, when there are too many pages and then there are too many components in single page. A simple example is dashboard. Mm-hmm. Dashboard can have like if you are having simple nine components. And nine components are joined with the server using uh, uh, web uh, web sockets. Mm-hmm. They are getting updated real time. You are doing something in ninth component. It is reflecting on first component. For this kind of stuff, Elmis rocks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but you're absolutely right. I think uh, I've, this is a complaint I get a lot that um, uh, sometimes Elmis uh, requires uh, too much boilerplate for doing simple things. And uh, uh, sometimes I do feel that myself. Uh, I I I usually try not to be um, uh, pure alm all the time. So, so sometimes when it makes sense, I uh, leave the state to the component and uh, I create this uh, React component so you can keep the state there and you don't have to send messages for all the things. I don't know how, what do you think about that. Uh, you should uh, go uh, all through the Elmis way and uh, everything should be an Elmis component and everything should be communicating. The state changes to the, to the I, app, or yeah, you're allowed to have a React no, component. Oh, I normally avoid React because I keep changing. I change React to Preact, React to some another library, and then again React. Huh. So I don't make <laughs> component. But yeah, the thing is, I feel that I normally follow the same Elmis way <laughs> just because if someone joins team and someone is leaving, mm-hmm. it will be more easier if everything is at at same place and in same design. <laughs> so sure. no one misses the flow. Mm-hmm. So it is easier to teach. Okay, this is your component, your type, your state, your view. Yeah. You do it, and then you 
pull that component and put it anywhere it it gonna work yeah that, that mm-hmm. was that a big is, that selling is, point for elm in general yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah you, have, you have a very important point there because uh, i recently had uh, had uh, this situation myself so i had to move into a break that it was already uh, halfway and uh, because it was elmis and i couldn't understand everything so every uh, uh, anything that it changed so there was not a secret uh, state hidden anywhere so i didn't have to to go through all the components every time that it changed something the compiler would tell me what i had to do and uh, yeah it's it's true yeah. that uh, it, it requires some uh, some uh, more code that uh, this uh, kind of framework like a uh, uh, angular or doing uh, just react with a stateful components but it pays off definitely yeah. Yeah. so mm-hmm. we always say making thing we should make thing explicit but elmis do give reason to make thing explicit and it helps and also it also give that con or minus point that when you are making thing explicit it increase the work for sure mm-hmm. it was it is it worth it it is error free code but yeah that is con you have to type more things that is that you can't <laughs> avoid it mm-hmm. one of the favorite uh, my favorite things about elmish is all the tooling around it So Elmish itself is like 200 lines. Uh, you're talking like about that. Maxim right here, no? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maxim is a uh, the toolish tooling guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But all the tooling around it is just fantastic. Um, I guess yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of all the stuff that's out there. I know mm-hmm. the Redux tools, you can mm-hmm. play with that. Mm-hmm. There's Foma, which is a basically mm-hmm. a Boma wrapper. Foma is like not a separate, yeah, it's a separate not, tool now. Yeah, it, it is it is inbuilt now. If you are using Elmis, you have to use Fulma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way out. Yeah, it's uh, mad. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's it's not a uh, a must. Uh, well, it's a must, but it's not <laughs> it's not a required. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, definitely. Always, I use yeah, it. You all, can't remove it. Products. I'm just saying. But okay, that Fulma spoiled me. <laughs> it spoiled me. Yeah, literally, miss. The thing you have to do, like write hundred, three hundred lines. You can do it fifty lines. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I love about Fulma is that, well. Foma made me switch from Bootstrap to Boma. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like I don't make any sites with Bootstrap anymore, just because. Hey, I have bindings mm-hmm. in my quote-unquote HTML. What if if I'm using Elmish? And that's that's just a huge thing. Um, Try to think other tooling around there. I've, obviously, so there's Foma, and then there's the Foma extensions, which are just mm, yeah. additional components, which are great. And then there's Foma Elmish, which he mm-hmm. has, I think, a few actual, you know, like Elmish components. But oh, there is a fable. Uh Date picker, which mm. is based on Flint mm-hmm. picker, yeah. created by Zayed, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's, it's too good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it spoils you. Write one line and it works. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah no sure. one bothers. <laughs> so Zayed is also great and yeah, many uh, yeah, great tooling for for all these applications. Yes. So another really cool tool that I enjoy is HTML to Elmish, which is something where you can take your raw HTML code and basically get output the equivalent. "Quote unquote HTML F# code. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys speak to that. I, who, who made that? I forget. Maxim. Who made that? Uh, Maxim. The, the same person. The guy. Maxim. From that. here, we love you. Thanks a lot for all the tools and, uh, and all the time that you're, you're saving to us and uh, for bringing uh, uh, the joy of uh, development back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and being the the one guy that documents everything well. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes that's definitely yeah. really really important. Uh, th- from the documents, I want to talk like. And <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Uh, for the document, Elmis documents are too good. Mm-hmm. So do the whatever library Maxim is creating. Mm-hmm. He gives the best document. Not only the it's uh, looks good, but it's very simple. Means if you are creating any app shop or uh-huh. Fable libraries, just copy paste his project and start your own, <laughs> and follow the document yeah. guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it will be more easier to he created like whole process very easy mm-hmm. and then you can create demos how to give demos and everything works mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. and a uh, great mm-hmm. idea uh, inside also in uh, with his souls uh, like a, like a tosser and uh, the other one you said uh, Uh, created by Zaid or the what's uh, the flat uh, the, the, the calendar. calendar yeah he's also he's also written a uh, very nice site with uh, uh, live samples so that yeah. are really helpful uh, there is something a blog called tabula rosa ah tabula rosa Tabula. Oh yeah, so that was a it's a it's a blog engine or it's a kind of a blog sample using Elmish, uh, Fable Remoting, and uh, so basically the safe stack. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a safe stack example. Yeah. It's a wonderful example. He's using mm-hmm. many libraries. He pulled out a couple of libraries from that blog. So if you are starting like starting from the starting, mm-hmm. it is <laughs> the best example. Like uh-huh. you just go and see that and yeah, it works. Most of the things too good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is no comments other than too good or uh, as we are in san francisco awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah it's, it's awesome with a loan oh awesome nice uh, so elmish is not only on the web with fable mm-hmm. but it's also on the desktop and the mobile as we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. i know recently it was a project uh, rebranded to Fa- fabulous so, uh, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic name uh, any of you want to speak to fabulous and kind of his usage out there Maybe Kenjian, I haven't tried yet, yeah, but I, I, I'm very happy yeah, that it's... Uh, I, uh, yeah, I did try it. So we can use Epsha from Z- with Xamarin and Xamarin from like ages. Yep. <laughs> like since uh, day zero, Xamarin is kind of supporting Epsha in most of the cases. But uh, if uh, someone remember David Thomas, the 7 sharp 9 is the mm. tweet mm-hmm. He never liked Xamarin. So he used to create Xamarin <laughs> provider and all. So I I was kind of that okay you have to go through XAML and then two-way binding and then AppSharp code it's one choice but I I like more Elmish style of scaling things because it is easier to port the UI component around yeah. like uh, if I'm showing list in some component and I want to put it into a tab page I can do that and in single page I, I just want list I can do that and so reusing of UI is more easier with the Elmish part mm-hmm. so I always wanted that in Xamarin So recently, the fabulous project that is doing that thing, you can literally port one to one your uh, Elmish code to the Xamarin mm-hmm. without much change. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only change I feel is the in Elmish we have URLs, yeah. So it's anchor to the page. Ah, for the navigation. Huh? Yeah, for the navigation part. Here we have to either put into the stack or we have to ha- do hardcore page mapping. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are three pages and you have to. Map it. If I'm clicking this, you have to go mm-hmm. this path. Other than that, all your model, I mean, types, models, state, and obviously view gonna change because there is HTML. Then there is okay. a uh, Xamarin page forms view. Everything is same. Is your base logic gonna be same? So if uh, you remember for self stake, we are sharing the validation logic because mm-hmm. that is the basic mm-hmm. domain details. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the same validation logic. You can share with the Xamarin forms. Not only the validation logic, but also the types or models and the update functions. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work. Yeah, yeah, yeah so nice. Only change we have is <laughs> views. Well, I, I, and even views because I think that Zaid is working also in some bindings that uh, you can uh, uh, use yeah, something yeah, very yeah, similar yeah, to yeah. what did you use in Fable React. So with, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it here Zaid created a one of one <laughs> wrapper around the views, so it will be more natural. We will be. Feel like writing HTML on the Xamarin and still things works. Huh. 
So that is that is good thing. Awesome. Yeah, it's very interesting you said about the validation because it's one of the uh, best examples uh, having a shard everywhere because uh, you can have, for example, the validation the in the front end. So the user doesn't uh, need to send everything to, to see if they made a mistake. But of course, you have to make validation also in the back end. So yeah. you can just use the same code so, and it works. So Railway-oriented programming library, Scott, we love you, <laughs> works on mobile, web, and server. Are you talking huh. about chassis? Or? Yeah, well, no, not chassis, but uh, you can uh, go to the article. Okay. Just copy-paste the code. <laughs> it works. Uh-huh. With Fable, it works. Mm-hmm. And the fun part with Fable is... The compile code is less than whatever the F sharp code is. Yeah. To, to fill in listeners, uh, railway oriented programming is a talk by Scott Palashin. Uh, he goes through this great architecture of basically dealing with yeah. bad things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll put a link in the description here. Go check that talk out if you haven't before, even if you have. Yeah. <laughs> there's also an article in the, his uh, site, right? The F sharp right. fun and profit. I yeah, think. there's a, mm-hmm. uh, actually probably a series mm-hmm. of articles on F sharp and profit. The fun thing is if you are searching something on F sharp syntax, the fun and profit side comes before the MSDN. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, it was my, my, my way into f as well. f yeah. from profit. He's yeah. one of the elders in f so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Nice. So, that is there. The fabulous series. And, yeah. I wonder I wonder how they do that because uh, uh, one of the points of having this uh, um, architecture is having the virtual dome. In the uh, in the web uh, applications, but uh, how do they do that for uh, the, they, they, for they, the they, uh, Yeah, they read the similar thing. They, okay. They, mm-hmm. uh, the preclude the person who uh, created the application where you can uh, code Shisha web shop on iPad. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. guy generated some virtual dome thing. Oh. And Fabulous, I guess, is using that thing. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, or if it is not updated, mm-hmm. so oh. it is similar to virtual dome, but. Uh, basically maintaining the ceremony with the Xamarin. Mm-hmm. So it's not, yeah, that that gives little performance issue, but they're working on that thing because Xamarin don't have virtual DOM. So basically mm-hmm. they have to go there and refresh stuff. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, UI is even more performance heavy on mobiles than compared to web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, my, my background is predominantly web. I haven't done desktop applications since either WinForms or VB6, one of the two. Mm-hmm. What, so I'm imagining I have these update functions you know at every level when i have my my model the view am i looking at like similar to a dom structure or like i'm just trying to imagine desktop development here because i haven't done it in so long so what's that view function look like it okay the view function is basically returning the screen if you start with the layout yeah and uh, and view function is basically the content returning so layout has multiple content everything is a widget or a content so you have the base content you can return that thing now ha, here you have to take care okay if i am returning content b to content a as a like nested view mm-hmm. then b has to be child of a uh, th- this is the issue i faced like i, I was having tab page yeah. and then i was returning something which is not compatible with the tab, tab page and it started giving issues so, okay, these are the minor stuff we have to remember in HTML as well. Yeah. That you can't return something into anchor or anchor to something else. Sure. So, it's a basic DOM structure, DOM rules and regulations. Other than that, you are fine. Yeah. And most of most of the time, I don't know if you guys feel felt that or not, that whenever we write code, we are very natural in refactoring our backend codes. Mm-hmm. We refactor to functions, we refactor to class. We make hierarchies or dependency injection in case of object or 
ऑब्जेक्ट ऑरिएंटेड प्रोग्रामिंग बट वेन इट कम्स टू यू आई वी आर नेवर सो नेचुरल एंड आई फील वेरी नेचुरल वेन इट कम्स टू एल मिस यू कैन इजिली पिक एंड थ्रो इट बिकॉज एवरीथिंग इज काइंड ऑफ फंक्शन एवरीथिंग इज अ बंच यू कैन यू कैन जस्ट थ्रो इट टू अनदर फाइल थ्रो इट टू स्मॉल फंक्शन इट वर्क सो इट बिकम्स मोर नेचुरल टू रिफेक्टर यू आई एंड इट मेक्स थिंग्स इजियर टू स्पेसिफिकली अपडेट थिंग्स see ui is the thing which you going to change the most mm-hmm. like even if you are deployed the application maximum change is normally comes to okay this don't look good and this is like this yeah sure the state isn't going to change too much ah back end normally stays that that is i'm yeah. talking from personal experience yeah. my experience no I mean. no i agree so it it, it is okay this component don't look good so yeah go and change that code only it will not touch any other code it's yeah. going to work so that mutually exclusiveness and the independence of the component it it works when you are creating like 20000 30000 lines of code yeah. or you if your project is running for more than 6 months at least yeah it's funny i feel like that the tendency for most changes to be on the front end are probably developers are not visually oriented most of the time like we 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 know the data and we're thinking of the pipelining between data Maybe. but at the end of the day it's going to be ugly because at least for me yeah. like i know like html and stuff that I'm requested most to change by let's say an employer or something just because I know how the data should flow but in terms of CSS and making it pretty I don't know but if we must fix that now <laughs> all the designers as well yeah. so in, in angular there is a .ts or js file and mm. then there is html file yeah so there I have to force myself okay this piece of code is getting repetitive and I have to extract the component mm. I should extract the component even with the last angular in fable it's it's everything is there and it's it's more natural because everything is abstract <laughs> i can extract the simple function which is doing logic part mm-hmm. i can extract the view which is doing something repetitive stuff mm-hmm. yeah. so and there are many abstract features that are great to to make this uh, uh views reusable and mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a component itself so for example i love the uh, list comprehensions because you can uh, have a list of children and then uh, you can have conditionals there so you can say yeah. if there this uh, condition is being fulfilled or not i'm going to render this or not and uh, that's great and also i'm uh, recently i'm making a, a great work with um, uh, optional arguments so you can you can have like a, a big uh, form helper and then you can have a lot of op- optional arguments and then it's uh, very easy to uh, create a, a big uh, form that uh, you can customize very easily using these uh, arguments Yeah. I I like to open source that always uh, uh, I'm reluctant because uh, then if I open source that I have to maintain that as well I have to make it pretty for other people but uh, yeah I love to to that is a, a, a good component <laughs> Yeah I know. I I I have to uh, I always have to convince Maxim to it uh, for me <laughs> Nice uh, we should cover the we should thank Stefan also he is doing a uh, same elmis stuff for react native yes mm-hmm. oh. that is another way of doing mobile application uh-huh. using elmis so yeah the one common theme is elmis is everywhere mm-hmm. no matter what what you pick yeah. mm-hmm. so you can use the same models same, same model same thing but on the yeah. it is passed through the react native what we can react native o1 and then give you mm-hmm. the stuff yeah it's it's funny i think i've heard the phrase you can use xyz technology anywhere so many times especially throughout .net but it feels like with elmish i'm actually getting it like i i know i've had experience with taking some elmish code and just totally lifting it and using it somewhere else with mm-hmm. with great success on a different platform so 
It's really interesting to see. Yeah, that. it's what they call the fractal architecture that uh, you can just take mm. a piece and put it somewhere else and yeah, at another level. That's right. So there's a question that's Honestly. been bugging me forever. What is Elmish Bridge, and how do I have something like Elmish on kind of both sides of the fence? I'm not sure how to put that. Uh, yeah, have, do either of you have experience with Elmish Bridge? I guess Alfonso, you want to start? Well, I, I, unfortunately, haven't been able to use it in a production application yet. But uh, there are uh, these Almish Bridge and also Fail Remote. They are two very interesting projects. So the thing with the Almish is that it's uh, confined to the uh, front end. So uh, you then uh, have to do everything in the, in the back end by yourself. Uh, this uh, using the F sharp full stack uh, helps a lot because you can use the same uh, patterns and the, the same programming style right. uh, in on both ends. But that you want to have uh, more tools. So uh, we have first a Fable Remoting from uh, Zaid and. Um, this uh, for creating automatically a REST API, so you don't even need to create the uh, endpoints yourself. And you will automatically read the communication through JSON. And, uh, and it's very good to uh, quickly prototype. If you want to have an, uh, a full uh, REST API yourself, it's better if you uh, program uh, all the endpoints. But uh, when you want to do something very quickly, you can use Fable Remoting and it works uh, very, very well. Uh, sure. I do remember maybe in uh, FSHAR Exchange, we had this talk from uh, Tomasz Himoski, yeah. and he was uh, showing how you can uh, create a full application in uh, 45 minutes and uh, deploying that <laughs> yeah. to Azure. Yeah, well, was, if, uh, if you're him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so from what I remember correctly, you basically define an interface, then if you implement it on the yeah. server end, you kind of just, the interface is your... That is well, the, it's your interface for communication, right? Yeah, it's a, what is called a RPC, so remote wow. uh, process of calls. So basically, mm -hmm. I think it's a, either an interface or a record. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, you have the functions, and then automatically the, the, the tool is going to convert these record functions into uh, REST endpoints. Yes. Mm -hmm. So both in, so that's uh, quite cool. Right. Could mm -hmm. you let you speak to Elmish Bridge? That's the thing I'm really learning about. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so Almas Bridge is mostly it's a Fable remoting with the state dot. I feel like that. I never use that much. I used Fable remoting last, and uh, that changed my perspective towards the RPC. I never like RPC because I used before WCF and all that hmm. area, and I literally never like that RPC way of doing stuff. Hmm. But Fable remoting is awesome. <laughs> literally, if you want to throw something out very fast, this is the way you do it. Like hmm. just functions, call, 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 done. Yeah. So yeah, the Elmish Bridge is okay. Back to the Elmish Bridge. It is what okay. Uh, if I want to put it into words, it is hmm. like desktop app on the web, on the browsers. So it it provides sockets so you can call things and it 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 becomes like it blurs the line of server and client so much well that you will not feel the difference. Hmm. It just same thing. You don't have to write different code. It's just almost same thing. Or may uh, if uh, if ever anyone from JavaScript world want to like try to match it, I may be matching Apple with oranges, but uh, widely it is like Meteor. Meteor is kind of having something, uh -huh, everything's together, and then whatever should be running on server will run on server, and whatever mm -hmm. should be running on client will run on client. Huh. You just focus on code. Okay, okay, you just write a code and. It, it will everything else will be taken care of yeah. that kind of stuff so it is also a new thing if you are not if you don't mind the web sockets <laughs> I don't mind web sockets <laughs> do you have a good experience with the web sockets uh, or? no the thing is uh, if you are having too many web sockets then 
it will uh, keep the open connection with the server ah okay so if you uh, it's normally don't hurt but if you are uh, running on a cloud and if you are having budget limit mm. so it gonna hurt your pockets not the yeah. project go to check it out in account yeah so uh, that is the only part Mm-hmm. I'd like also to mention that the uh, Elmish Bridge has been created by Diego Mario mm-hmm. from Brazil. And uh, I like to always remember the, the, the places where the people are from, mm-hmm. uh, except in Cape, so who, uh, <laughs> nobody knows uh, where he or she is from. But, uh, but I, I love that, the, uh, that we are able to, uh, to, to collaborate and to see that uh, the world is becoming a, a, such a, a small place. Thanks to the new technology of communication and also mm. these uh, uh, common targets and objectives and uh, we can work from India, from, uh, from Europe, from the United States, from Brazil, uh, from China as well. We have uh, some contributors from China too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm very happy to, see, to be part of this community. Yeah. Yeah, we should thank Fable for that. Yeah. No, it's just one part. F Sharp is another part. Programming is also another But, yeah, part. So. Let's see, the thing is, mm-hmm. I love F Sharp. But after Fable, I love F Sharp more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's it's like in do F Sharp in more places. So. I am not a genius person. I like to do mobile and web for the starters. I I I'm I learn machine learning from Avelina for a time. I I like that part. But for like normal things, or maximum people reach is like mobile application or a web application. Yeah, everyone understand that. <laughs> and Fable is like oh wow, <laughs> serenity. You just there you do and it works it will not give error it will not give that function not found or object not found nothing <laughs> it works that's there so yeah I should thank you for that <laughs> ah, thanks to so, you it's, thanks, it's, it's, thanks uh, to start that it starts very small but thanks to, to the community contributions and all the feedback and all the all the pull requests it's becoming a, a, a very nice tool I have to say that uh, Uh, it's very interesting because I've been working for almost years now uh, professionally with uh, Fable mm-hmm. and at the beginning I was uh, reluctant myself to, to use Fable because I, I felt it uh, uh, still a bit unstable even if uh, some people had already projects in production and uh, uh, well uh, it was also some bias because uh, I was always looking at the effects and uh, it was uh, difficult to focus on the on the work for me but that, uh, little by little thanks, uh, thanks to that to the community work Uh, it's becoming a, a very stable tool and still yeah. it is community maintained so still uh, we have some uh, rough edges in some places but uh, but I like it and I'm enjoying uh, uh, working with that I'm very happy to hear that uh, other people are enjoying working with it too that's great I, I recently actually switched jobs um, I'm now uh-huh. full time basically full time F Sharp okay, uh, which cool. is a great transition from you know ASP.NET and VC uh-huh. not that I have anything wrong with that mm-hmm. it's just Being able to do F-sharp full-time is great, mm-hmm. and even in tasks I've already have, I've been able to use SafeStack, including Fable and Elmish, mm-hmm. in pr- the, you know production-type apps. So it's been, it, it's ready. It's been ready for a while, but it, it's nice to feel just even more stabilized. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mostly in .NET world, people are using C-sharp and TypeScript together while yeah. creating web applications. Uh-huh. So still there, okay, TypeScript is very much... Near to C-sharp. TypeScript's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. too good. <laughs> But uh, still, you have to make transactions. Mm. In this case, in self-stack or mm-hmm. F-sharp, everything is flowing from the muscle memory. Yeah. You give at least 15 days a month a time, then you, then next time you don't have to think about the language part. Mm-hmm. You know, use basic stuff. No need to get way complicated. Simple basic stuff to create types, use functions. Things works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. Uh, for complicated part, there is whole layer of meta programming and everything you can do. But 
ओके मीस इफ यू वॉन्ट टू गो दर मोर देन हैप्पी टू यू शुड बी मोर देन हैप्पी टू डू दैट बट फॉर द स्टार्टर्स इट्स टू ईजी राइट नाउ जस्ट क्रिएट वन कमांड एंड बीट ऑन मैक और विंडोज और लिनक्स इट्स जस्ट वर्क And now that we mentioned about uh, we talk about uh, JavaScript, I'd like to, to say too that uh, JavaScript was was also a source of inspiration from Fable because uh, I wanted to be close to the experience of being able to uh, just use all the uh, abilities of the F# compiler and type checking, but also when needed, uh, being able to use uh, JavaScript tools and leverage because uh, JavaScript also has a very very big community and, uh, and many useful libraries, and it doesn't make sense to write everything by ourselves. So I wanted to achieve that. I think uh, we are, we are in a, in a sweet spot. So it's uh, it's still possible to uh, to call JavaScript uh, quite easily from uh, uh, from JavaScript. But of course, JavaScript because it's a language and uh, it has a, a great team dedicated to just uh, the main purpose is to to fully interoperate with uh, with JavaScript. It's very difficult to match that. So in cases where you need to uh, very heavy interaction with JavaScript and uh, tools like uh, TS2 Fable mm-hmm. are not enough. I think it's totally okay to mix uh, TypeScript with Fable. Some people are doing that. I've done that in some projects as well, and it's working quite well. So you can have your TypeScript part that is uh, compiling with uh, uh, it's interacting with uh, uh, JavaScript, and then you have the uh, some uh, more reduced point where you communicate with uh, Fable and the Olmix app, and it should work. And, uh, and uh, you can just use the TypeScript loader, and Webpack will take care of uh, all the compilation as it does for uh, F Sharp. And now it's going to become even easier because uh, Babel can uh, compile TypeScript directly, so mm. Babel 7. So even uh, you know, I haven't tried yet, but uh, you probably can uh, even forget about the TypeScript loader. So, okay. Yeah, That's nice. uh, exciting yeah. Kind of times coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Webpack has really opened a lot of doors and related yeah. <laughs> similar tools. That's that's uh, yeah. Uh, in the name of Webpack, we have Hot Reloader. That is another tool we have in. Uh, Fable, hot reload. Uh-huh. So, oh, hot reloading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. contributed so you are by like very Maxim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again Maxim. So you are deep in the uh-huh. application, uh-huh. and you change something. You don't have to start login and go back to that layer. Mm-hmm. Normally, that happens. In you are click, 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 and you are like mm-hmm. three or four level deep. Mm-hmm. You change something, just a simple background color. Then you have to go back and you start logging again. Go to that <laughs> page and mm-hmm. check if things works or not. It's not the case with the Elmish or a Fable. Mm-hmm. Everything works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to ask one question to Alfonso. Like, if there is some big React application, be it in JavaScript or TypeScript, mm-hmm. if you want to remove a piece of application and convert to Elmish uh-huh. and then replug it, does it work? Ah, so you mean ah, it's, that's interesting. I, I've done the the other way around. So you have the the Elmish application, and then you you integrate this uh, quite easy to integrate the React components. Um, this is uh, this is uh, indeed possible. I've uh, I'm doing this every day, but uh, <laughs> I haven't gone the other way around. So having a React uh, application and trying to plug Elmish, I guess it should be possible if you treat the Elmish application. As Because a, basically, as a it's a but big fat React component on the top, right? Mm-hmm. Elmis is React. So it is uh, React component. Uh, well, the other thing is React the render, so it will be possible to use Elmis with Fable. And uh, we have some examples of that, but uh, uh, we're using different renders or uh, using the virtual DOM directly. 
but uh, we ended up um, uh, making React the standard because it's uh, the most popular uh, yeah. library to, to render views now in, uh, in JavaScript. So mm. it makes uh, it's uh, quite stable and it makes uh, uh, it easier to make it uh, uh, um, have access to uh, the huge catalog of uh, uh, React components that are available. But uh, there are two different thing, things. So Elm is basically uh, manages the state and uh, React uh, is just uh, uh, the one in charge of rendering the views. Okay, so uh, basically I asked because nowadays Elm people are doing that thing. Mm -hmm. So if there is a big React application, they remove the one piece or maybe a new piece is getting added. So they make it in Elm and uh -huh. then they both works kind of together. Hmm. Uh -huh. I haven't seen actually how it works, but yeah, they are using as a selling point that even if you are having a brownfield application, uh -huh. it is easier to add Elm into your application. Mm -hmm. Start slowly, start removing your old pieces or changing or for the newer part of application, mm -hmm. use Elm, older will still work with React. It could be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that uh, we had in mind for uh, at one point, but uh, uh, calling, JavaScript, uh, calling F Sharp from JavaScript but uh, at the end, uh, there were not many examples of that. Uh, even though we had some examples uh, at one point of the, uh, creating uh, JavaScript libraries with F Sharp, but uh, meant to be consumed from JavaScript. But uh, it seems that the community hasn't worked uh, much in that direction, so uh, we have uh, somewhat uh, abandoned that. And uh, right now, we are focusing on this uh, Elmis application that starts with uh, F Sharp. So F Sharp becomes your, uh, the main point yeah. of entry. And then, if uh, needed, you can call TypeScript, you can call JavaScript, you can uh, uh, call a React component. But uh, theoretically, now, it should be possible, right? Theoretically, it should be possible. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. If, if uh, you have this uh, any F sharp um, project compiled by Fable, will expose uh, everything in the last file, everything that is public will expose like uh, uh, export. Um, uh, export uh, members so it should be possible to call actually in, in my uh, in my workshop we were using this mechanism to be able to uh, load lazily a component uh, from another project into um, Fable application but yeah yeah it's, it's something that we will we we could uh, explore so uh, right now basically because I'm just a, a single person and uh, we also have some contributors but we are still a small team and we are not fully dedicated we have our, our own jobs so it's not possible to cover everything. So basically, from now on, is uh, when there is a contributor coming and uh, he's uh, he or she they are interested in uh, in basically uh, we are asking for an NKV, right? <laughs> for for an NKV. NKV. No, <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, NKV is, is uh, making a, a many many contributions. Uh, he's uh, been working with a with a Repol and also uh, to improve the performance of, of Fable. But uh, in term in terms of uh, uh, ecosystem. There are many, many other people contributing. Uh, Maxim, Eugene Tomashev, uh, Zaid, uh, Diego Esmerio, and also uh, now Doug Bradley with uh, this new uh, project, uh, Fable Reaction. Mm. Uh, so basically, when the, there is a, uh, one person coming and, uh, and uh, they are interested in something and they are uh, able to work, they are also driving uh, the, the Fable community. And uh, uh, where do we go? So I, I also like to contact these people and, uh, and try to see, okay, what uh, can the compiler and the tooling, uh, how can we prove that to go to support you and to support your work? And I think this um, feedback, this uh, um, uh, exchange of energy is, uh, is very useful. But uh, yeah, at the beginning I was trying to 
sell table as a F sharp everywhere in mm. in mobile in uh, in the stop with Electron and and mm. uh, and uh, the web, but uh, they didn't realize that I didn't have the energy and the time to to cover everything myself. Mm -hmm. So for now, I'm, I'm uh, focusing in this uh, Almish SPA applications that uh, are working well, quite well. But uh, if somebody else comes and is interested in using Fable somewhere, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm absolutely uh, open to. To support them. That is great. If yeah. someone is having big React application, want to try Fable, Almis, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> they should try. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I think we should be heading over to speaker dinner sometime soon. Mm -hmm. uh, but for now, uh, any closing thoughts on Elmish? It's been a great talk, kind of going through a little bit of what Elmish is and the surrounding tooling. Any any final thoughts related to Elmish? Or that you want to say to the audience? Okay. This is like normally I follow as a rule. Yeah. If you are having an application which you're going to complete within a month, then you can use anything. Whatever framework you pick or mm. if you don't pick anything or just pick jQuery, it should work. <laughs> but if you think your development process go beyond month or maybe six months, then choose wisely. I, miss, mm. I feel is the best choice as of now. So you don't have to go to the complexity of Redux, Redux functions and you still have the best of that thing. It's like good part JavaScript or a good part of Redux as Elmish. So if you're thinking, okay, I the project gonna run longer, there will be more development hours and more modifications will be coming soon in the future, then just go check out Elmish. I'm not saying you to choose it, but <laughs> let's go and give it a shot. You might feel it is too much code in the start, but it is worth it. Yeah, It is surely worth it. Mm -hmm. Cool, good advice. Uh, anyway, this has been a great conversation. Uh, Alfonso, you, you feel like you, you have something to say or no? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but very quickly, the, uh, basically the same thing as Kunjan said, so give it a shot. And now uh, we have made it uh, as easy as ever because uh, a new version of the Fable repo has been released. Mm -hmm. So you can go there. It's, uh, there's a link in the fable.io. But uh, you can go uh, fable.io slash ripple2 because it's the, the version for the new Fable. And uh, this is re really nice because uh, you don't need to install anything. You just go there. There are samples for Elmis applications and they are usually less than the, uh, 300 lines. So uh, there are very cool samples like uh, uh, the classic counter. Then the, you have the memory game. Mm -hmm. You have a calculator. So it's uh, And you have also the to-do MVC list. And uh, uh, then it's really easy to just uh, pick up one of the examples, uh, try to understand uh, what's going on, uh, modify, merge your modification, and see what's happening in life. And you don't need to install anything in your system. So, yeah, just give it a shot. Perfect. Well, mm -hmm. thank you both for, uh, for sticking with me. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some more conference talks in while we're here, or more podcasts. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you very much. Yeah.